Hey, I'm not a rapper, so ain't no intro. I'm just talking my shit, cause life can be a funny and funky hoe. This is Views from the Hill Podcast with me, Mohi. What's going on? What's happening, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Views from the Hill. I am your host, Mo Hill. What's good? What's happening with you? How y'all week been? Y'all been good? Y'all straight? I hope y'all good. I hope y'all straight. I hope y'all 100% because baby, I done finally bounced back from that sickness. I thought I had y'all. I thought I had COVID. All my symptoms was covid Like every every symptom I had, the aches, the pains, the sweating, the, the fever, you know, the headache, uh, runny nose, congestion, all of it. Thought I had COVID. Thought I was dying. I literally, anytime you get sick and it's like that, you always think you're dying, especially with the fever. You just on fire for no reason. So I thought I was dying, completely fine, and um, don't have COVID. Took two tests, came back negative. Okay, let me tell you about it. They came back negative. All right, and I was just, I had some type of a virus, the flu or something. I don't know where I got it from, how I got it, who I was around, what group of people I was around. I don't even know walking through walmart cvs somewhere at these stores or whatever i i got sick and i'm good now i'm good now but i was down for a minute i was down for six days straight and baby that ain't that's a down that you don't want to be on right there because when you sick and you can't make no money when you sick and you can't go to work and you you ain't got no second stream of income it's just that one stream right now baby you be hurting you i'm not hurting physically you know, I'm hurting mentally because mentally I done missed a week of work. Now, I, I ain't made no money in a week. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm back to work. Um, I actually kind of took to, I ain't kind of idea. I took today off though because I was still kind of feeling the, the effects of it. I went to work the last two days. And then the last two days, I mean, I think I was just sweating it out because it's been humid. and But it wasn't like a regular sweat, like trying to cool off sweat. It was like all of this was still kind of like congested a little bit. So I think I was just still sweating it out. So today I took off cause it was like my body trying to catch up. So I just rested. I didn't feel like getting up and you know, I did, you know, normal people shit went and did laundry, had to go get my nails done. Well, they're not done. I had to get them taken off cause I broke this one yesterday, fucking around with them goddamn airlines on the truck and the bitch popped off. Well, it didn't pop off. It was already loose on the back end right here, but that's neither here nor there. It popped off. It broke off and I snatched that thing off and I went to go get them done and I didn't go to my normal salon because they was busy. So I went to a one that's like across the street from it. The most terrible salon there is like they have so many people working that it's not known who does what. It's so much confusion, so much congestion and they just don't care. Like you tell them one thing and they trying to do another and the whole and it was this chick in there too. She had a whole attitude. I don't know what color she said she said cambray or ombre or whatever color she was looking for or they had a, had on their website well that's the color that they didn't have and that's the color that she wanted and he I mean buddy got through with her nails a, a whole set of nails and she was like I don't like it this is not the color that um that's advertised on your website I don't know what's going on here but you need to take these off I don't want these I'm not paying for these take these off right now and I'm just sitting there like you seen that when he was doing it, like you, they show you and ask you what color you want when you walk in. They ask you to pick out a color, what color do you want? And they ask you to pick out your color and you go from there. So in between, in the meantime, in between time, she didn't like it. And then they had to do a whole soak off. So that's what I was doing there. It took them about half hour, 45 minutes. And I was irritated because I started getting hungry. But I had to soak them off and um, she cut them down. I thought she was going to make them look a little bit prettier, but I wasn't getting a manicure anyway because I wasn't trying to stay in there. But I won't be ever, I won't ever be going back to that salon ever again. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. It's just like their, their customer service is terrible. And the dude that, um, that was doing like that did my soak off, you could, he, I guess he's the owner or he acts like the owner or he's a manager or whoever. He just, his focus, like, you need to be able to focus on your people. And he, he was everywhere, okay? He was everywhere. And I'm just looking around like, bro, hurry up and get this stuff off my nails so I can get up out of here. Because y'all, y'all doing the most up in here. Anyway, said I'd like to say why I'm recording this particular episode, okay? Relationship status, bruh. We just talking, okay? We just 
we're just communicating very well, you know, on the phone, actually verbally, not just through text messages. I don't have to read what you're, what you're feeling today. We're actually calling each other on the phone. And, um, what made me think of this is because I went to, um, Smoothie King before I came home and think about Smoothie King. I was going to Smoothie King before I even started talking to homeboy. So we were talking for about what, between five and six months. Yeah, between five and six months or whatever. Well, I'm gonna say six months because I was talking to him during, uh, during and after my birthday. And my birthday was in June. So I'm not picky, but my standards aren't low. I'm not just about to just talk to anybody. I'm not about to just, you know, just be fucking anybody. I'm not just, I just, I have standards, okay? Once you get my attention, you have it wholeheartedly. Once you, once I decide that, okay, what you're presenting me, what you're showing me, what you're telling me, the conversations that we're having, um, you seem intelligent. You don't seem like you're just a fuck boy. Like you, your mind is gone. Like you're missing a few screws or some shit. Once I've decided that you're, you've leveled up past that. Okay. I could talk to you. We can have a conversation. Or if once I've decided like, Hmm, I'm gonna just see what this dick like. And see, I'm gonna see how you how you swinging it. You know what I'm saying? Is it hanging low? Can you pick me up? Can you throw me down? Can you flip it, smack it, and rub it? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to get to. So once I get past the point of I'm gonna talk to you, right? You get my attention. It's undivided. I'm I'm here with you. Me, we locked in. We here. You know what I'm saying? We're not in a relationship. We're leading up to a relationship. There's that potential. There's that fine line that we haven't crossed yet because it's potential. It ain't, it ain't definite. It's potential. We just, we just getting to know each other and I don't move fast at all, especially in like the last five years. I'm a work in progress. Like most people, some people won't admit it, but I am. And I say the last five years specifically because I had to relearn how to do everything and what I mean by that is my mom passed in 2017 and I I literally had to relearn how to be me you know what I'm saying I had to learn who I was because once you lose that anchor once you lose that compass that guide or just that person that's that you that's consistent that holds you down that got your back no matter what once that presence is gone, it's hard. It was hard. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm speaking for me. It was hard for me to handle life, and it get hard. The last five years got hard for me, and it was times where I probably should have been talking to somebody. It was times where I should have expressed my emotions, or you know, um, even just just expressing myself. You know, because I'm a, I'm big on not. I don't want to say I'm big on. I just don't show emotions that. I'm even though I'm a woman, I'm not overly emotional. Like I don't give a fuck half the time. Like I really don't. And then the times I do, that's when you 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 probably done pissed me off or you done said some slick shit and I'm coming back at your ass. Or you've gotten to gotten me to the point of caring, but then you doing some fuck shit and it's just like, well, I'm not fucking with you no more type shit. You know what I mean? So I say all that because like I say, I should have probably been talking to somebody I wasn't. Um, I should have expressed my emotions. I wasn't. I was holding a lot of shit out. And the reason I was holding a lot of shit in is because I literally watched my mom pass because she had breast cancer. So when you're watching somebody go through that, you can't cry. At least I didn't feel like a cry because they're already experiencing. Not only are they experiencing that pain physically, but they're they're hurting emotionally and mentally because you're leaving your family behind. Like you want to see your grandkids grow up. You want to see your daughter get married, have kids. Like you just want to live life. You just want to live life and experience life with your family and those around you, especially your loved ones. And that's being cut short. No matter what you do, no matter how many chemo treatments, radiation treatments, all of that, that's being taken from you. And you can't get that back. And time is such a precious, precious thing. And I couldn't cry in front of her. Even when she broke down crying in my arms or she she just trying to, because I had to sit her down one time and tell her like, hey, talk to me. Cause holding it in, and that's where I get it from. Cause she would hold in her emotions. Cause I'm like, holding it in ain't gonna get you nowhere. And at the time, I was eating, which helped me because I couldn't 
focus on her crying because looking at her cry will make me want to cry but i was eating at the time so i'm just like i can't cry and eat at the same time because then it's gonna be all fucked up nasty had tears in my food i'm trying to chew it was just all bad but i had to sit around i was like hey talk to me what's going on with you and then that's when she like i said she expressed like i'm leaving and i can't control it i'm leaving and i want to be here so I couldn't cry in those moments. I didn't really express myself in those moments because, I, like I said, I felt like I couldn't. So in the last five years, even after she's passed, I've recently learned how to do how to express my emotions. If I feel like I need to cry, I just cry. If I feel like I need to yell, I just yell. Um, I don't hold it in anymore. I don't try to wait to, um, until like I'm alone in the room somewhere. Like I just break down and cry. I don't do it too often as much as I used to, but like I just break down and it's because all because I'm still navigating my grief and I don't have that person I can call and say, Hey, I need to talk to you about this because I'm feeling this way because that mama was my person. That was my road dog. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a work in progress. So last five years, if you was talking to me or trying to talk to me, I was not giving you the undivided attention that you needed because I couldn't, I wasn't even giving myself that undivided attention. I wasn't taking care of me. You know what I mean? So I'm a work in progress still. Um, I've gotten to the point where I know who I am. I know what I want and I know the things that I've overcome. And if you come into my life and you step into that space, you gotta, we both have to not only know our roles and who we are as individuals, but Stepping into each other's lives, you have to, and you're taking up that space, you have to know where you stand, right? And I tell dudes all the time, like, I'm up for an honest from the beginning. I'm like, if I can't give you what you want, I'm telling you that now. I'm not in a place to give you that. No matter how hard we work, I'm not, I'm just not there. You know what I'm saying? And then we can try it. We can work towards it, but... I don't know right now how I'm feeling in this space right now. It's going to be kind of hard. So fast forward. Uh, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, trying to get to the story. But fast forward, um, like I said, I was talking to this guy about five, six months. And I take things slow for that reason. Not only for that reason. We in the fucking pandemic. Nigga, I don't know you. I don't know what the fuck you got, who you done been with, where you done been, who you around. None of that shit. This is the get to know you process, right? So we started talking and how it started, which was stupid on my part, but whatever. He played this chick because we, we met in orientation. And I'm I, I consider myself a laid back person, cool, you know. Um I vibe things out before I fuck with you, uh, or talk to you. You know, I'm not gonna come into a situation like, yo, what's good? Like, nah, I'm like, okay, how you doing today? And I'm I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read the situation, I'm gonna read the whole scene, you know? And we met in orientation and um you could tell that they had something going on but i was like well maybe not well come it came to pass confirming it had something going on all right cool bet now it comes to like we all go off uh because i'm a truck <laughs> i'm a truck driver i'm a driver for i do i drive semis for a living and we all go off and do our uh individual like road training with our trainers or whatever and we come back and it was just like a weird vibe between them two. Just like, uh, okay, I'm just thinking that we all cool or whatever. So long story short on that is she was, uh, I needed a ride somewhere and she dropped me off and come to find out that, you know, in between my, mind you, this, this orientation week was, was only a week. Orientation of in-person being on site was only like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a week. It was like three, four days. And then we left. And then we came back. So it was like about a week, week and a half. I'm going to say max two weeks, but it's still not a long, it's, it's not long enough to get to know somebody enough to where I'm like, I'm dropping my draws. This is me. It's not long enough to where I'm, I I get to know you enough to where I'm dropping my draws in that moment. Like we, we finna fuck, you finna, you finna put it on me right now. So they didn't actually have sex. He just gave her head. And the way she described his head, I was like, well, shit, this nigga sent you to heaven, bitch. I'm trying to experience the ride, too. I'm trying to hop on and shit my goddamn self. This nigga, he, oh, his tongue got, you mean to tell me this nigga can lick it like that? This nigga can suck it like that, can slurp it? Oh, my God. Oh, my, I'm shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But I was like, I wasn't trying to talk to him, though. 
real shit i wasn't trying to talk to i'm cool with every fucking body i'm not trying to talk to him again long story short they had a chaotic whatever the fuck they had to break up whatever the fuck they had going on it, it didn't end well um and so <laughs> me and him end up talking now i'm talking because i'm like i'm trying to find out what this head game like but i'm not about to just drop my draws i'm like i'm gonna get to know you a little bit see if you kind of fucking crazy before you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna I'm just see i'm gonna play this scenario out because she said your head game is a one you dig what i'm saying so i i i want to know i'm trying to find out for myself you know what i'm saying you know i've been a little, a little bit of a drought here you know but i'm trying to see for myself like what's good you know what i mean because i'm hearing it sends you to the heavens well bitch uh i'm on a stairway there shit i want to climb this shit too i want to elevate a max speed up you dig what i'm saying so we end up talking so we talking month or two and it comes to um we're actually having real conversations so it wasn't like no fuck shit like how you doing you good today Ty? like we're actually having conversations talking about real life situations and what we've been through and um and niggas is always trying to find out why somebody's single like niggas really want to know why female single and expect me and most be most be trying to find out to see if you crazy but not understanding like nigga this is life like we all go through shit my last relationship didn't end bad. It's just, I wasn't ready. My mind isn't ready. You know what I mean? So it's not that I'm crazy. It's not that like something wrong with me. It's just, I'm not ready for that type of shit. So niggas is always trying to find out like if you crazy and shit. So we were actually having, you know, conversations or whatever. So it came uh, February Valentine's day. Did the most cliche shit you can think of. Like nigga, what? He was like, I got a question I want to ask you. I was like, what's up? We on, we on the phone talking at this point. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to ask you when I, um, I'm going to see you in person. I was like, okay, I mean, I'm on the phone right now. So just nigga, just what the fuck do you want? No, no, no. Like, you know, I just, I want to, I want to ask you in person. All right, whatever. Fuck it. So he gets his hotel. Now I'm home daily. My account is home daily. So I'm already, I'm already at home. He's over the, technically he's over the road. So he comes and he gets a hotel in Indy. I'm, I'm based in Indianapolis. So gets his hotel, we chill for the day. Um, that night we had went to well, he 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 did it big. Like he got all of the balloons and bears and candy and all that bullshit. And so um that night we end up going to Ruth's Chris um steakhouse. And so we chilling, it's cool. And then he hits me with the so and, and he's sitting there all giddy and nervous and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Like Nigga, you got something on your mind, just say that shit. Like, you you making me itch right now. Like, what the fuck? And I already told you, like, the last um dude I talked to, like, he <laughs> he thought he he literally texted me. He was like, Yeah, I need um I need somebody with more time. And it seems like you ain't got it. Well, nigga, fuck it. Go find it. Shit. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. Shit. Obviously, I'm we we're not compatible. I don't give a fuck. Bye. Hope you find it. Ain't no love lost, hard feelings over here. So he gets to the point where he asked me, he was like, you know, I didn't want to ask you this over the phone because I want to ask you in person. The fuck is this nigga talking about? Well, he basically, he was like, hey, I want to know if he wants to be my girlfriend. And I literally was like, uh, well, I think there's potential in that. Um, but we're still getting to know each other. And he was like, yeah, I know. But like, you know, I think that the way things are going, we actually talk, you know, and See, I, I don't, I don't get a hold of it. Once you get a hold of a man's mind, ooh, that's a different ball game. Cause you, you the mind fucked. Them. You haven't physically fucked them, but you the mind fucked them. And once you get a hold of that man's mind, you, that's a dangerous game. Dangerous game. So he asked me, and like I say, I'm like, there's potential in that, but like, we're still getting to know each other. Like, I don't know you completely like that, and I just, to me, it's too soon. But we can keep there's potential we can keep talking if that's what you would like from here on out like i'm not turning you down per se because i'm telling you there's potential but right now that's not i feel i'm not there you might be there but i'm not there he was like yeah we can keep talking this that, and the third all right cool and i could have been like nigga you crazy as fuck like nigga we ain't even talking that long what type of fuck shit you want like you thought you was gonna get some pussy tonight like that type of shit but it wasn't even like that he didn't get any pussy that that night either because it just threw me. It threw me completely off because we ain't 
we ain't been talking that long. You already like on some cliche Valentine's Day type shit. Like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? Like, nah, bruh. That ain't what we doing. That ain't no, that ain't that ain't what we doing. So we we keep talking or whatever. And he's just doing shit that makes me like not want to fuck him. Cause he would say things like he, you know, how you see some females out here that don't know how to dress that just that are overly sexualized. And that's just not me. I'm a tomboy at heart. I'm cool in sweats. But when I step my my game up and I do step out, please believe like I can show a leg or two, peep toe shoes, a heel. Which what you trying to do? Like what you trying to do? I can, I can throw it on and keep on pushing and come back and throw on some sweats and be comfortable. So to me, he gave off a um controlling mindset because we literally had a conversation one night and i was like bro you're not going to control me we can have a converse we can have a conversation we can converse and we can come to like a compromise on some things but you're not going to have control i'm not i'm not that bitch you get me fucked up and he was like well okay well as long as we got a compromise i was like yeah we can talk about it but nigga you're not going to control it you get me fucked up i don't know what bitches you've been talking to but this ain't the one literally told him that like that i literally said i don't know what bitches you've been talking to but i'm not the one i'm not i don't do that shit and then too he didn't to me i just started seeing little shit like he didn't listen like he was the type of dude that liked to buy flowers and all that type of shit and that's cool that's sweet that's nice but i'm not a flower type girl if it's on an occasion type of thing that's fine oh my god you get me flowers but just off some like I just saw you the other day and then the next day you get flowers is nigga I don't need flowers today like what the fuck these these motherfuckers gonna die in here I'm not no plant person I don't take care of plants nigga I don't what the fuck I'm gonna do with a plant I'm not gonna water that shit it's going to die in my hands in my house so he would buy flowers and I told him I was like yo I don't do flowers I mean I'm not gonna control what you do but I'm telling you now I if you buy flowers for like special occasions, that's fine. Again, but I don't do plants and flowers is not my thing. Oh, okay. Well, that's just, well, okay. I'm a, like I say, do you, I'm not trying to control how you move. If that's how you move, do it. But like you would think by me telling you, I don't do flowers that'll put a halt to like, okay, well, she doesn't like flowers. Let me think of something else. No, this nigga still bought flowers. Okay. So we went to Smoothie King one time and this is why I thought of this story. Cause I went to Smoothie, Smoothie King today and I, I go to Smoothie King by myself all the time. Smoothie King is my shit. So one time he came back to visit. He came to Indy to visit. And um, we went to Smoothie King. We just happened to be, it's like right in front of Walmart. We just have left Walmart, came and went to Smoothie King. Me and him went to Smoothie King one time. The next time I was out there, I went to Smoothie King again by myself. And I mentioned that on the phone. He was like, what? You went to Smoothie King without me? I'm thinking this shit is a whole fucking joke. I was like, yeah, nigga, what the fuck you talking about? I went without you. Duh, what the fuck are you saying? What? Now nah, I'm mad at you. What the fuck are you talking about? You mad at me? Because that's our thing. Smoothie King is our thing. We went to Smoothie King one time. Yeah, but we went together. And your point is, nigga, you need to do some shit by yourself. No, I mean, but that was our thing. Now it can't be our thing now because now when I you have went by yourself, now I, that's, now I have to find another place fuck are you talking about bro like we only went to smoothie king one time how does going somewhere one time equates to this is our thing that that shit gotta be like a special occasion like oh my god remember when we went here for our anniversary let's go do that again that makes more sense to me then on some one-off shit we just leave in walmart hey you want to go to smoothie king real quick yeah bet okay that's like niggas going to goddamn mcdonald's for first dates and be like remember we went to no nigga that's not what we were no that wasn't that occasion like what the fuck so i was like okay again i thought he was joking this motherfucker was dead ass serious now we gonna have to uh now we have to find somewhere else this nigga never went to smoothie king and then he went to smoothie king one time when he came back up here he because he came he was in indy all the time for whatever fucking reason um so he was came up here again and he was like so i went to smoothie king today okay so since you want to go without me i went by myself and your point are you saying this to get me to care? Because I don't give a fuck. Like, if you haven't grasped by now, I'm not that bitch. I'm not that woman. I'm not that chick. I don't I don't put that much emphasis on small shit like that. Like, I don't give a fuck. You went to Smoothie King. Who, who, okay, whoop-de-woo. Ooh, you learned how to do some shit by yourself. Ooh. I said that to him. About time. Hand clap. You learned how to do some shit by yourself. He was like, well, I don't like to. I was like, okay. 
this nigga putting too much in my mind when at these conversations are happening. I'm like, he's putting too much emphasis on small, like little bitty shit that we've done together. And it's like, why, bro? Like you too, you just putting too much emphasis on little shit that to me doesn't, that shit don't matter. I mean, it adds up, but like it's too, to me, I guess it's too early to put that much emphasis on that type of shit. Now I know, like, don't get me wrong. I'm noticing the shit. I'm paying attention to the shit. Like, okay, he cares. He buys flowers. And then he tricking at the same time. And I told this dude, I said, Hey, don't buy me shit. I don't need shit. You ain't got to send me no money. I'm good on that. Like, I'm just trying to get to know you. Now, most females out here will take advantage of that shit. That's, I, that's not my style. Let me get to know you. Well, I want to show you that, you know, I can do it. Okay. That's fine. But if I'm telling you like, I'm like, you don't need to do that. For, I'm not that woman. Like you don't need to do that for me. Now, if we were in a relationship, I expect that. If we been girlfriend, boyfriend for a minute, I expect you to step up and be in that role. But we just fucking talking like paying for dates. Okay. I get it. But this nigga trying to pay, pay my rent. Nigga, you're not paying my rent. Cause you're not coming to my house. No, you're not coming to my house to wash your ass, nigga. So you're not paying my rent. So he would just send me money. And I was just like, okay. He's like, well, this is for food, you know, like, cause I would go, I used to, when I was on my other account, I used to go to the gas station before I left every night and, you know, buy whatever chips, keep me, get me through my ride and come back home. So he would give me money for that. All right, that's cool. And then he start, he start up in the ante on the amounts he was giving me. And I'm just like, Okay, this nigga tricking for real. He trying to get some ass. All right, I'm going to see how this go. And again, like, but all the prior conversations to that is just like, bro, if I get this nigga some ass, it's either going to get, he going to get too clingy and attached or he going to be like, you know what? I'm good. Now I'm good with, I'm, I'm good with, you know what? I'm good. You know, it's ran its course. I'm good with that because there's no attachment there. But what I'm not good with is this nigga getting attached and getting clingy to me. That's what I'm not good with. So it's a 50-50 chance that I'm not trying to fucking take. And I'm trying to wiggle my way out of this shit by telling you, yo, I don't need that. Yo, don't do that. Yo, I'm good. But you ain't listening to me. So all this shit is on you. You not listening while I'm trying to just burn my way out of this situation now. So it gets to um, a point where he starts talking about, you know, if you don't do start... Neither one of us start, uh, don't start doing our job. We're going to get fired. Alluding to, I guess, sex or alluding to, you know, uh, more attention or alluding to whatever the fuck he was alluding to. Nigga, you ain't saying nothing but a word to me. You just let me know and we can keep, we can go our separate ways. I have no problem with that. But every time I said that, that's my, every time he said that, anytime he said, well, one of us going to get fired, let me know. Let me know and I will go on about my business. I have no problem with that. No, I have no problem with that. You just let me know what's up. Every time you say that and I come back with that answer, you never stop fucking with me. So what you want me to do? So back to the recording. So every time he would say, you know, one of us don't don't start doing what we supposed to be doing. Somebody going to get fired. Well, nigga, let me know what's up. You ain't say nothing but a word to me. You tell me what's up and we can go from there. You did what I'm saying. I ain't got no problem with that. So it gets to my, um, it gets to my birthday and he had went, uh, he had went home cause he, he doesn't live here. He went home to Iowa and when he went home to Iowa, he was like, he had did this before. Like I would call, he wouldn't answer the phone. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to blow your phone up, but don't text me later on some fuck shit. Not thinking. Cause immediately I think like, I think like a nigga and a woman, I think like a dude and a female. I think like, all right, this nigga out here fucking other bitches, all this other shit. Then I think like a dude, like, all right, so you fucking other bitches. So I'm about to be out here doing what the fuck I'm doing too. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sweat you like that. I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. So you get to my birthday and he on that, sh- he's, do- he's doing that shit again. He goes to Iowa. He don't answer the phone. Okay, cool. I'm not about to blow you up. I text you. You take a little minute to text me back. I bet you get to my birthday. You send me a text message that morning. I ain't talked to you all fucking day. You ain't call me or nothing. I said, and I'm just sitting here thinking like, 
I talked to you on your birthday. I called you on your birthday. I didn't realize it was your birthday until you said it was your birthday because I totally forget I'm bad with birthdays. Don't ask me to remember your shit. It has to be an alarm on my phone or written down on somebody's calendar because I will not remember your shit. So, but still, I wish you a happy birthday. I talked to you on your birthday. But come to my birthday, you sent me a text message early that morning. I talked to you all day. And then, um, just so happened, you text me while I was getting my nails done. And, uh, <clears throat> I was just like, yeah, I'm getting my nails done right now. Then I'm going to the gun range after this. This is because I'm, this is my, this is my birthday. Like I'm getting my nails done after this. I'm going to the gun range. I'm buying my first gun. This and the third. This is what I'm doing. Okay, cool. And so I didn't talk to him after that, like for a couple of days. He just wanted to take, he just wanted to text back and forth. Now I drive for a living. If I'm driving and I'm not in my personal car, even if I'm in my personal car, half the time I'm not going to answer you. I'm not, I'm not going to answer you. So if I'm driving and I'm in my truck and I'm in, I'm in a fucking semi truck pulling, pulling the fucking trailer, I'm not answering you. Nigga, you better call me or you're going to wait till I get the time to text you back. Or you're going to wait till I remember to, hey, damn, I got to text him back. So he would text me while I'm driving instead of calling me. And it's just like, okay, whatever, nigga. Like, you want to talk, you will call me. If not, just leave me the fuck alone. So he would text me, text me. And then I was like, you know what, bro? Come get your shit. I was like, hey, I'm going to leave your shit in the the goddamn driver cabinet in the morning. Get your shit in the morning. I'm good. Because the other thing was, too, like, he would randomly. This is why I didn't want him in my house. Because he would randomly leave shit in my car. He randomly left a hoodie in my truck. And I asked him. I was like, bro. Because he asked for his hoodie back one day. And I said, why did you even leave this in my truck? Never gave me a good answer. Never explained it to me. He's like, I have my reasons. Which which are, what the fuck is your reason for leaving your hoodie in my truck? And then you leave, uh, he had left a picnic cover, his sunglasses, um, his charger, and some other random shit in my car. And I gathered all that shit up and said, get this shit the fuck up out my car. Taking up space. I don't need this shit in my car. And I said, that's going to be worse if you at somebody's house. Because now you just on purpose, you leaving shit at my house? My nigga, no, you don't live here. You don't pay a bill here. Get your shit. When you come and you spend a night. The shit that you bring in with you is going back with you. You're not leaving it here in my house. Take that shit home with you. You brought it in, you take it home. Okay. So all that shit I gathered up and I gave it to him. I was like, hey, leave it in the uh in the cabinet. Forgot to do it. And then running out of time, I had to stay at love that night. I said, Hey, I'm at I'm at Love's. Come pick up your shit. Cause I'm like, I don't know if you're gonna stay here or if you're gonna pick up your trailer and go to your next your next stop. I don't know what you're doing. So he gets to Love's, he was like, he's here. So he parked next to me. So I'm like, all right. So this nigga ain't coming to get his shit. So I gathered all his shit up. Get out of my truck and go and get in his truck. And I said, here. Oh, and then he gave me a key to his truck. And I was like, when he gave me the key, I was like, why are you giving me this? He was like, okay, so, um, I have to call you and I forget something when I'm in the shower or something. I was like, nigga, I don't need to be in your truck. I don't need a key to your truck. You forget something when you in the shower, you just forgot it. I'm not breaking it to you, nigga. If it ain't your soap, what the fuck do you need, my nigga? You better, you better halt and stop, my nigga, and come and get it. Shit. So I give him all his shit and I was like, yo, you tell me what's up. Cause if you're you're telling all the signs in the road is leading to you want to be over there. If you want to go be over there, that's fine with me. There's no love lost, no hard feelings. It's plenty of fish out here. I'm not sweating the small shit. Just let me know what's up. Don't try to play a game, because when you play a game with me, I'm more pettier. He's like, nah, he, I'm like, if you want to end it, we can stop talking right now. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Like this, 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 And he got to a point also that, um, and I say all that to say this, he got to a point also that he needed a label on everything. Like we just talk, bro, we just talking, you know what I mean? But for him, if somebody asked him that he was like, well, we're doing this, we're doing that, but I really don't know. Nigga, bro, we just talking. Niggas don't need no explanation on what you're doing, what I'm doing or what we're doing together. We, we talking, okay, keep it pushing. Are y'all talking? Yeah, all right, cool, change the subject. Nigga, you don't have to give nobody no explanation on what you're doing, what I'm doing or what we're doing together. And he needed a label on that. And ever since I declined his um, girlfriend offer of him asking me to be his girlfriend on Valentine's Day, the shit just switched up so fast. And I kept telling him, I'm like, I'm not move. I don't move fast like that. I take shit slow. I read the signs. I pay attention. And if I'm in all honest, in all honesty, if you weren't tricking, if you weren't buying me shit and sending me money and I didn't feel guilty for ghosting your ass because you was buying me shit and sending me money. I would have stopped talking to you a long time ago, but I didn't, 
like I just didn't want that on my conscience. Like this nigga spent all his money on me. This nigga was doing this, this, and this for me, and I just left him on red like that. Cause I wouldn't want nobody to do that shit to me. I feel like that's just, that's just so fucked up. That's just so fucked up. So he he was already at that level of this is my girlfriend, and I'm at this level of nigga. We talk. I'm trying to get to know you. We on two different levels. You keep climbing, and I'm I'm kind of coasting right here, down here by myself. And the way you're elevating, I will never catch up because you doing little shit that makes me itch. You doing little shit that make me like not want to talk to you, not want to be with you. Okay. You're very, for a dude, you're very in touch because he was raised by females. You're very in touch with your sensitive side. But at the same time, that sensitive side to me makes me fucking itch because you act like a female. You get it. You show your emotions. You be in your feelings. And it's just like, nigga, I don't even do that shit. I, I don't. As a woman, I don't do that shit. I keep on pushing. And it's just like, nigga, if I don't do it, why you doing it? You let me, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You too, you too in touch with your emotions. And then, like I said, it's, I like when dudes are in touch with their emotions because they know how to articulate themselves and articulate their emo- emotions, Right? But at the same time, this nigga was too, too sensitive, too into his, he was too into his feelings for me. And I'm like, nigga, I don't, I'm not even in my feelings like that. Like what's, what's going on here? Right. So sitting in the truck and we're talking and I said, like I said, you let me know what's up because all signs and all roads are leading to, we're not talking no more. It's like, no, that ain't what I want. He was like, well, you make me feel this way. And I don't know how to express that. And this, this, and this. All right, cool. We came to the conclusion. Like, you know what? We're going to keep talking and see how this go. At this point, I'm extremely horny. And I want to fuck this nigga. But I was like, after this conversation, I'm just like, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. This nigga is going to, he's going to, he's going to get attached. This nigga is going to try to fuck your life up. He's going to fucking get attached. He's going to get attached to your ass. Don't fucking do it. And then my vagina's like, we ain't had none in three months, ho. So that, that, that nigga needs to know, show, show what that highway to heaven feel like. You know what I'm saying? Because you heard about it. Now he needs to show it to you. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and make that nigga drop him draws. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's a conflict of interest going on. So we keep talking. That's the long story short. We keep talking. And, um, (laughs) and he goes, well, I figured, you know, you was thinking, um, I'm talking to somebody because I call you on your birthday. Well, nigga, you tell me what's up because ain't no reason for you not to call me on my birthday. Make it make sense to me because it don't make sense. But it's all good. Do you? Because at, now at this point, I'm more of like, I need to fuck. I'm just trying to get something at this point. You already put the time in. I know you're a little sensitive, but hopefully you don't get too, too, too. Hopefully your emotions don't get too extreme with me. You know, once I give you some. So he like, we got plans. We can't stop talking this, this, and this. Okay, whatever. So he planned. I wanted to go to Vegas for my birthday. Really, the work schedule and money. It didn't, it didn't work out that way. So we ended up in Chicago. So we go to Chicago, um, doing our thing in Chicago and, um, get to, um, the second night, the night, second night I had a migraine, I had a migraine when we got there and when I have migraines, I can't function. It was, it was bad. So get to the, um, the last night that we're there, right? This shit so he's and he's very touchy like he had to like he his hand had to be on a part of my body at some point for whatever reason like he had to hold my hand he had to like we were on a ferris wheel in chicago and he had to like be he had to hug me on a ferris wheel i had to like put his head on my shoulder and it's like nigga move it's hot go on somewhere god damn move nigga god you just being extra like you just want to be in my face on purpose nigga move nigga i see you my nigga it's daylight even though you dark skin i can still see you my nigga god damn so trip was cool um like i said i ended up having a migraine so we really didn't do anything like that come to the last night well last morning there and i was like well shit i ain't got no drawers on so what's good so <laughs> We, I'm up, I'm on my phone, and he was, like, pretending to be asleep. So, 
Again, he's very touchy. He needs to cuddle and hold me. And I'm like, nigga, especially when I'm asleep, nigga, get the fuck up off me. I can't stand when a nigga is breathing on my neck and I'm trying to fucking sleep. If you don't get your hot ass breath off my motherfucking neck, move, my nigga. I know you here. I'm not going nowhere. Uh, we gonna both stay on our sides. But nigga, I don't need you to be like, huh, on me when I'm asleep, my nigga. Move. You dig what I'm saying? There's one thing to cuddle. Don't get me wrong. I like to cuddle. But it's another thing like, nigga, just, okay, give me my space. You, you you doing too much you hovering you holding you breathing nigga move okay like uh you just you just ugh, you're making me itch right now so get to that point i'm up he he holding he cuddling and then all of a sudden his head disappeared up under the cover i was like okay nigga uh-huh. all right this about to go down today so this nigga head disappears up under the cover so he down there for a minute. He ain't doing shit. He just laying on my, he like laying on my hip, stomach area, um, around my hip. And all of a sudden, okay, he start kissing on my leg. Okay, cool. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Then I thought about it. I was like, this nigga ain't gonna get no foreplay. Like you ain't gonna like try to arouse me a little bit at all. So kiss still kissing on my leg. And I'm just like, okay, okay all right then all of a sudden he in between my legs okay all right took my shorts off oh we we into it now with the face first i'm about to dive in it type shit bet let's go get in there boy nice and deep black you dig what i'm saying real descriptive i'm sorry um <laughs> so he started doing his thing and the whole time i'm sitting there i'm laying there like that ain't my clit <laughs> like the fuck are you suctioning my nigga <laughs> you were suctioning the top you're literally suctioning the lip like the top of my vagina that's not my clit like what are you doing and then finally he kind of he kind of found it a little bit and i'm just like laying there like this suction is hurting more than it feels good all right this tongue not doing too too much uh i'm gonna need you to relearn your abc's capital and lowercase if you do a combination of both that'll work well um yeah this shit's still happening okay okay um nigga still face first in it then he looking up at me and i'm just like looking down like nigga this you gotta do something different like is this what she was talking about to send her to heaven because nigga i'm in hell right now this shit does not feel good this shit is not enticing. It's not exciting. I don't know what you doing down there, but you not, you, you miss some days at work of learning what the fuck to do. So fast forward. Now this nigga got me on his face. I'm sitting on his face. Now I'm trying to ride his face, but this nigga's trying to still have suction going on. I was like, nigga, I need your, I'm trying to ride your face. I need your tongue. This suction shit gotta stop. Needless to say, this nigga kept doing that same shit. And I was just like, all right, let me get off. And he like, nah, come here. And I was like, nigga, no, let me go. So I'm faking these orgasms like, okay, well, maybe after this one, he'll let me go. I'm shaking, not because you're making me shake because I'm horny. I'm shaking because my muscles are weak from holding myself up right now because i'm trying to get away from this suction shit that you got going on and now i'm like shaking because i'm like i'm trying to move but you keep pulling me back down so now i'm fighting you and my muscles at the same time like like i'm I'm doing squats or some shit right now so get back <laughs> so i get off and you know he tried to put it in and it wouldn't go in i'm not turned on I'm not turned on at all. And then he, he tries to dive back into it again. I was like, nigga, if you do the same shit, I'm definitely not going to get turned on. So he tried to, he kind of switched it up a little bit and it was like, all right, cool, whatever. So he finally gets it in. He lasted about, it didn't last that long. It was about three minutes and this nigga was nothing. And I said, nigga, what? You couldn't even pick it up. You couldn't, put like face down ass up you can't like um reverse like how like you this this it mission that's it nigga and you're done he said i'm about to come and i that was it and just okay and he got off me i was like oh your dick just fell out and he was like laughing i was like all right well i'm gonna take a shower 
And so he all excited, like, I didn't think it was going to be that good. And you been holding out on me. This and the third. And I'm just like, yeah, nigga, you ain't been holding out on shit because this shit is worse than I thought it was going to be. This bitch done hyped your shit up to the goddamn sky, to infinity and beyond. And, nigga, I didn't even reach if. I ain't reach nothing. Like, this shit was all fake. Like, I, t- I ain't never took a shower after sex so fast. I took, I got my bag and got in that shower so motherfucking fast. So he all excited. And then he, but like, I'm trying to get dressed and he just busts into the bathroom. I was like, oh, so you comfortable now, huh? He was like, yeah. I was like, he like, yeah, I've always been comfortable. I just think it's been you. I was like, no, nah, nigga, I've been reading the situation. And from what I'm seeing, you, you a little bit too comfortable. You know what I mean? I know it's one thing you just ate. You just ate me out. You lick my ass a little bit. You yeah, you lick my ass a little bit. But it's another thing that just busts in here when I'm trying to have my me time and trying to get dressed and you comfortable. But nigga, can you knock first? Don't just walk in this motherfucker just just because you seen me naked like two seconds ago. So he all excited. He cracking jokes. He was like, yeah, he came over numerous times. I'm just thinking like, well, if you say, if you say keep going, I'm going to keep going. But I'm just like, nigga, but you really didn't make me do anything. You, you didn't. My vagina hurts right now because you, you, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You couldn't find it first. You just don't know what the fuck you doing. So after that, and then you ever had sex with somebody and you just look at them differently? Like you just can't look at them straight no more? Like you just be like, this nigga just... You just went face first into it, huh? That's what you do. You just a nasty nigga. You just a nasty nigga, okay? So, a couple days after, he was just, like, acting weird. Like, we're talking, but he's acting weird, right? And then he sends me a text message. And uh, I'm about to pull up the text message. Hold on. He sends me a message. Uh, Where is it? Um, hold on, I'm looking for the message. I'm looking for the message. Oh, he'd be like, Good reading it. He'd be like, I know you miss me. And it's like, nigga, if you gotta ask somebody if they miss you, they don't miss you. They don't. They they don't miss you at all, right? Damn, what do we this was in June? Oh, damn, what the fuck? Since we're not together, we have to cuddle along, but I'm spiritually there with you, so I call it air cuddling. I didn't answer that nigga. Miss Lane near you. What the fuck? He's like, oh, that's what he said. How's a sexy, how's a sexy queen chilling? Um, okay, you safe chilling? Okay, nigga, what? Time to air cuddle. I was like, to what? That's what he said. Since we're not together, we have to, you know, spiritually air cuddle. And I was just like, I didn't answer that nigga. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, oh, here it goes. Damn, this was what early July. Um. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what other thing that happened. This nigga got, he get he turned into a fucking preteen. He was like, um, he had sent me a good morning check, uh, good morning text. And I'm like, okay, good morning. He was like, you got me hard as fuck, but the weird ass smiley face. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not answering that shit. And then he texts me later on with this, um, blushing smiley faces. And I'm like, what? He like, sorry, just a little in my feelings about us. He said, okay, fuck a little. Okay, fuck a little. It's a lot. And I was like, um, okay, why? He said, and this is him. He said, um, because before this weekend, I had been falling hard for you just from conversation and a little time here and there we spent together. But after this weekend, I've become more attached to you. By the way, by the way, the bonus of us having sex didn't help my feelings. Now, all I do is have this goofy ass grin on my face because I think of the weekend we shared. And then I texted him back. Yeah, I'm not reading any of that. Two whole paragraphs. <laughs> Bro, what? You did exactly what I thought you were going to do. Nigga, you was either going to skip town. Fuck it. I got the drawers. I'm out. Fuck this bitch. Or you're going to get attached. Nigga, what the fuck this nigga do? Get attached. How the fuck do I exit gracefully? How the fuck do I get up out of this shit quickly? And at the time, we were on the same account. So it's not like I can't miss you. Well, actually, we were you could, but you couldn't. And um, like I said, it's a loves right there. So if I see you, at, if I'm at loves and you pull up, it's, I'm going to see you at loves. So here's when the tide started turning. 
Okay, the tide started turning. Is one day I was at Love's and he was already parked there or whatever because he was done for the day or whatever. And I needed to get fuel. So I'm getting fuel and he pops up out of nowhere. Okay. And he just, his vibe just, he, he's, like I say, he's like a female. Like when he in his feelings or he feels some type of way, instead of saying that or expressing his shit, he want to hold it in or like want to give off this weird, like, this weird, like, how do you want to, how I want to describe it? Like a uh, bitch asked me what's wrong type of shit. And it's like, nigga, if you don't want to talk to me, talk to me about it or you, I'm not asking you either. You're going to express yourself or you ain't. So I'm getting fuel. We talking, we fucking around. And, um, I said something about a shower or something, or he said he was about to take a shower. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Take your shower. Cause I'm trying to leave. Like this point you trying to, you just holding my, you, first of all, you got my door wide open. I hate that shit. Cause I don't want bugs in my truck. And then you just, you just being extra now. Like you just could in your vibe, the way you vibing right now, like bro, take that bullshit somewhere else. Ain't nobody got time to be reading your situation. So long story short on that, he ends up, he's leaving. When he's leaving, he slams my door. I was like, okay, what the fuck? So I open my door back up. And I said, nigga, don't be slamming my door. And he walks back up and he did, does it again. I was like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck wrong with you, but you need to stop slamming my door. And the way I'm saying, I'm not saying it seriously, but I'm saying it because I'm saying like as a joke, like nigga, I right, now you need to stop slamming my motherfucking door. He wants to play at the door. Like, all right, after I say that, and I'm like, okay, bye, let go of my door. He doesn't get holding on to my door because he wants to slam it again. I don't need your help. He was like, let me help you out. I don't, nigga, I don't need. So we having this, uh, I don't need your help. Need, trying to Now he's trying to help me close my door type shit going back and forth. So we doing that bullshit. He finally like leaves. And I was just like, he tried to slam it again with my foot caught it. So you didn't completely slam it. And then I caught it, opened the door, closed it again. And I locked it because he tried to come back to the door and open it again. I was like, nigga, take your childish, take, take that that childish shit somewhere else. Because if you don't want to express yourself, I'm not going to beg you to talk, nigga. If you feel some type of way, talk to me. Say what the fuck is on your mind. Because if you can't say what's on your mind, get the fuck away from me. Because I'm not about to ask you to talk. I'm not about to beg you to talk. You're just going to be on your feelings. I don't give a fuck. So that was the first time I let that shit slide. I didn't really say too much. So again, we back on this like hit and miss type shit. I call you. You don't want to answer the phone. I don't play with me now because I can do it better. Because from what you've said, from what you said to me, expressed to me already, you, you are way more attached to me than I am to you. So me walking away is so much easier. So we playing that tit for tat shit. I was like, all right, well, I'm not even going to answer now. Now you texting me and I'm not answering. Or I text you, you ain't answer. All right, shit. That just let me know. This this over. I ain't gotta fuck with you no more. So we end up seeing each other at the um warehouse again. We're on the same account. Seeing each other at the warehouse again, and um we chilling, we cooling. Like I'm not going to even if your vibe is fucking off, as, and I've been talking to you, I'm not going to play you. I'm gonna wait to see how you gonna come at me. I'm gonna wait to see how you gonna react. Right. So he he keeping it cool. He want to talk, have a conversation or whatever. I bet. So. He go to leave and um he asked me, uh, he asked me something. I forget what the fuck it was. And he gets out of my truck. And I'm like talking to him from my truck and he's on the ground. And I say it with my piece and he slams my door. And I was like, nigga. And I'm trying to get out the door, but he's closing it as I'm trying to push it open. He's a man. I'm not going to win this war. So I, I locks it. And then I come over to the driver's side and I lock that door. Now he hops on my, on my truck, on my door. He's hanging off my door. And I'm like, nigga, get the fuck off my truck. Get the fuck off my truck. And he's still trying to play. Now I'm in the motherfucking semi. Them bitches don't take off. Them motherfuckers don't go through room. They go, ah, you know what I'm saying? And then they pick up speed from there. They're like, ah, ah, ah. Okay. We gonna, ah. All right, we gonna we gonna get it together at some point, right? So he texts me later on. He was like, because before he got in my truck, he wanted like a little peck, like a little kiss peck, and I'm just like, nah, and I back the fuck off, and like get the fuck out of my face. So, um, and mainly because it's like, nigga, I don't, I, I ain't talked to you or been around you in like a week or two, nigga. I'm not fucking, I'm no, get the fuck out of my face, bro. Go on somewhere with that shit. I don't know the fuck. I don't know who ass you been eating, my nigga, because I know for sure you eat ass. Okay, I know this for sure. Okay, so um, he texted me later on that day. He was like, your kisses are magnificent. I was like, nigga, you need to stop slamming my goddamn door. And he's apologizing. He's like, I ain't mean to piss you off. I was like, nigga, that shit is not cool or cute. 
I don't get into your truck slamming doors. Now, mind you, I'm already trying to figure out a way to get out of this shit. So now you just, you're just making it more easy, right? So just so happened, I was going home for that weekend, right? And, um, cause I was trying to ghost them, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't working out right. So I was going home that weekend and for whatever reason, he didn't like to text me or call me when I was at home. He was like, well, you with your family? I want to interrupt. Boo, boo, boo. So perfect. That works out perfect for me because I ain't going to talk to you for that whole weekend. And then when I come back, I'm already not talking to you. So it, it just works out better. So he texted me once that weekend. I didn't answer him. And then he texted me again. I answered him a little bit. Quick conversation. You good? I'm good. Um, you need anything? Um, I'm like, nah, I'm good on that. I'm straight. All right, cool. He's like, I miss you. Uh, okay nigga like again if you have to ask somebody it's one thing to be like i know you miss me as a as a playful funny thing but if you purposely asking somebody that they miss you like nigga them niggas don't miss you and i'm one of them niggas i don't miss you i'm I'm not trying to fuck with you like that so i get back and then this couple days go past we don't talk he texts me like hey i don't know what's going on but i miss talking to you a couple of days go past and um hey i miss us i miss talking to y'all know what's going on i hope, hope we get back on you know the same path and hold on hope we get back on the same on back on track or whatever i bet i was like he texted me again when he said that hope we get back on track i was just like i don't know what you want me to say because from this point on i thought you would have caught the hint that i'm really not trying to fuck with you like that and so he was like, I don't want you to say nothing, but like, it's been, um, but you haven't, because the point is you haven't been saying anything. And I was just like, well, we going in circles. He ain't never, he never texted me back the next day. He never texted me the following day. Um, I hope we get back to us. Basically. I ain't talked to this nigga since now I get, um, I got a PO box because he never he never been to my house he don't have my address he don't know how to find me. like none of that shit and i did that shit on purpose on top of it's a fucking pandemic so i checked my mail the other day this nigga gonna sent me a uh a pre-made um damn that didn't even record that shit this nigga done sent me a uh he got a necklace made for me and i was just like nigga when the fuck did you order this and why did you order this? And what made you say, hey, I'm going to get this made for her? Hmm. Well, I don't know if you thought this was going to make you take, make me text you or call you. But nigga, that ain't it. That ain't had work over here, right? So, I'm not, I said all that. I just told this whole story of, bro, we just talking because, bro, we just talking. Like, you, you elevated that shit on your own. And then don't make it. Don't tell the story to make me feel like, make me out the bad guy. Like I used you or I put you, uh, or I egged you on or I prolonged the shit and that type of thing. Like I really didn't. I mean, I should have cut it off. I was, well, I was trying to about telling this nigga, I don't want shit. Don't buy me shit. But he kept on and I'm me being, um, a little, you know, sensitive. Like I wouldn't want nobody to play me like that. Hey, I'm gonna keep talking to this nigga. Hopefully he'll stop it. So I can just exit stage left. Right. Never did. But. I ain't talking, long story short, after what is this going on an hour, I ain't talking to that nigga at all, at all. And it's not no bad, like, no ill will towards him, nothing bad. I'm just, I'm not the woman for him. He needs somebody that can give him that type of childish attention that he needs, that needy shit. I don't do that needy shit, that clingy shit. That shit makes me itch, okay? It makes me itch. It gives me rashes and hives. I can't stand that needy, clingy shit um super fast like movement type shit like nigga i know i'm a work in progress but goddamn i know i need to fix some shit but motherfucker you know what i'm saying so that i made i recorded this episode because i was at motherfucking smoothie king and that shit made me think of that nigga and i was just like bro let me tell this story because this shit is crazy to me Niggas is really out here like on some crazy shit, bro. And then they want to make it make it to be like the female fault. But like, no, nigga, you that's that shit is on you, my nigga. You's a crazy motherfucker. Not me. Okay? You need you got some issues you need to work out. 
I know I like I said, I'm a work in progress. I told this nigga from the jump. I said, I'm a work in progress. And half the time I'm talking to these dudes, I can't give them what they need in that moment. Okay. And what they need emotionally, where I am now, I'm more prepared for and I can give a little more. Five years prior to now, five years in the last five years, if you were trying to get me emotionally, like that shit wasn't flying. That shit wasn't going. I wasn't there emotionally. I wasn't emotionally. I hadn't emotionally graduated to where I need to be because you got to crawl before you can walk and walk before you can run. Nigga, I was, I've been, I've been crawling for five years. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm at the walking stage where, okay, well, maybe if somebody comes in, I can get to the running stage where I can give them what they, I'm not only in my, I've not only have I worked on me, I can give them something that they need. I, not only have I worked on me, I can also allow someone to come into my life and I can um give them what they need. If that makes sense. No, I just confused myself. Now, I mean, I, I mean, I worked on me. So now that I worked on me, you coming in, it only elevates me. I need somebody that's going to elevate my worth, elevate my time because time is precious and it's short. And I ain't got time for fuck shit and crazy motherfuckers that are too needy and too um, clingy and have attachment issues too early. And then make it, it probably thinking or telling a story that where to where it's it's my fault. And it's like, nigga, you started this shit on your own. Cause nigga, I never leveled up. I was stuck at the bro, we just talking stage for the last five, six months, seven months. You know what I'm saying? That ain't my fault. I just been cruising. I've been trying, and I was trying to uh, you know, give myself that edge, that that leverage, that lift, that pull. And it just I nigga, I never, I never grabbed it. It never happened. It never fucking happened. You know what I mean? So, man, just understand when somebody said it, man, we just talking. That shit is true. That shit is real. And um, <laughs> don't be mad at that person if it doesn't go beyond um that moment, those months, because some people just aren't ready. And you can't force somebody to be ready because you done leveled up and they stuck and they're you're on level 20 when they stuck at level two. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at somebody for that. Everybody elevates at a different pace. You know, and then everybody walks through life at a different pace. And you can't force somebody to keep up with you because you already there. You know what I'm saying? So I said all I had to say again, man, like, look, bro, we just talking. We just talking. Take it at face value. <laughs> Don't force nobody into some shit that they're not ready for. That's where that's what all your problems happen. When you force somebody into something that they're not ready for, that's where all this shit unfolds and it happens. And that's where a lot of your um your relationship issues are built upon because you force somebody into something that they didn't want or that they weren't ready for. You know, you have to let that person be ready. If that person isn't ready for it, it uh, that you have to let that person be ready. If that person isn't ready for it, you got to let them go or you got to let them elevate on their own at their own pace. You know what I'm saying? Because another thing that was making me itch about him was he was putting too much on me being it for him. You're putting too much on me being the only one. And I'm just like, nigga, we just start talking. I don't see you as that. I think you have potential. You've shown a little bit of potential of, you know, a relationship, but I don't see you being the end all be all for me. You know what I'm saying? Unless we've got to a point in our relationship, in a relationship where I say, hey, you know what? You are, you have actually slowed me down. You have actually made me think. And I know for sure that in your arms, in your presence, I'm safe. You got me. You're going to hold me down and lift me up. We have kids. I know our kids is going to be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? But you never allowed me to get to that point. You're already there. You came in like, this is it for me. She's it. This, this is, I'm not fucking with nobody else. I'm coming in like, okay, well, he got potential. He got my attention. Let's see. There, there's, again, like I said, it's levels to this. You on level 10 and I'm just let, I'm at level 0.5. Nigga, I ain't even made it to the first level yet. You know? So. I mean, like I said, it, it, it is what it is. It's part of life. You know, you're going to meet people and experience things and experience people and um, come to learn who you are as a person and know what you're looking for in another person and a partner in a life in a life partnership, you know, especially if you want to have kids and you bring your kids into that situation. 
But for me, in that moment, in that, in, oh, it's not even a relationship because, bro, we were just talking. But in that moment, in that um, situation, you know what I'm saying? That, that entanglement um, on some Jada Pinkett shit and that entanglement, that wasn't, that wasn't it for me. And I just, I, uh, I look forward to seeing what is it for me, but that nigga wasn't it. It, he, he just wasn't it and just trying to force me or make me feel forced into it. Definitely ain't it. It definitely ain't it. But that is the podcast for today hopefully um y'all were entertained and hopefully you learned something you know and by learn something i mean you know you just take it you take your relationships your situationships your entanglements at face value and you're not trying to force anyone into something that they don't they don't want or that that they're not ready for again and you know life is short time is precious so hopefully you take advantage of every day and every moment with your loved ones because tomorrow is not promised tomorrow is not promised and today you know today was nice you know what i'm saying <laughs> today was you know was I, I was grateful for today i appreciate today and i'm praying i wake up in the morning to do it again you know what i'm saying but time is precious you know what i'm saying tomorrow's not promised and you i just hope y'all wrap y'all arms around y'all loved ones around your moms especially um or hell make your dad too because some dads step up with moms you know walk out so Wrap, around, get, wrap your arms around your loved ones that you hold dearest to you and hold close to your heart because those people are, are the ones that hold you down and lift you up and they, they keep you grounded and keep you safe. You know what I'm saying? And um, I appreciate you guys listening, uh, listening to my rant, listening to, you know, my relationship status. Bruh, nigga, we just talking type shit, okay? And until next time, I am your host, Mo Hill, and I'm out. This is this this is a wrap. That's it. Yeah. This is a wrap on it. Until the, until the next podcast, y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. Thank y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another new episode of Views from the Hill podcast. I am Mo Hill. If you have not already done so, please follow me on social media, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and please rate, review, and share the podcast. Rate, review, and share the podcast. Thank you for listening. Again, I am Mo Hill, and this is Views from the Hill podcast.